From the streets of the Hamptons, peace of the mansion. I've been on the mission, take the knowledge for ransom. Had to free my mind, get a little expansion. Huh. Hood the hill, I had to triple your chances. From the streets of the Hamptons, peace of the mansion. I've been on the mission, take the knowledge for ransom. Had to free my mind, get a little expansion. Huh. Hood the hill, I had to triple your chances. All right, episode three, Hood the Healer, Christy Steele, Young Truth. It's time. Christy, Hood the Healer, we here. Yeah, it seems like we're picking up steam. So shout out to all y'all that are watching, that are plugging us. I really appreciate it. Go hit that subscribe button. Click on that bell so you can get the notification for when our next show drops. Mm-hmm. So tonight, uh, Truth said he wanted to talk about consciousness. Yeah, yeah, with, with a spin of, you know, um, illusions and realities. You know what I'm saying? So we, you're going to cap on those two, which all ties into the same, you know. Um, it sure does, because if you are delusional, you are not conscious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and, 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 I, and I, have a, I have a little theory when it comes to, like, illusions and reality and how it all ties into consciousness. Um I love how we do these shows because it's like it's more of a conversation between us two and then you know people can actually pick what fruit they feel is right from the actual dialogue. I love that. I love it. I, I I've been loving the feedback and a lot of people have been telling us like the conversation, the synergy between the conversation, they they are able to grasp different, you know, components and different layers within the conversation that they're able to resonate with. And I love that. So Truthfully, that's why I reached out to you. Yeah, you yeah. know, from the start, we didn't know each other. And I just, when I, I saw you online, I was like, something about him. We're going to link. Yeah. And for no reason, I was just like, I'm going to keep supporting him, keep supporting him. And as, yeah. as we grew together, here we are now. So yeah, I'm yeah. glad uh, people appreciate it because it just, yeah. it, it was blessed. Because yeah. actually how we linked, that gentleman is now passed. We met through yeah. Bosley Our Minds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, rest in peace to him you know i didn't know him well but we linked through a post on his page and the rest is history yeah yeah amazing dude man bosky out mine you know the plug he has so many different names jason Bourne, but he was a a a cool individual and it's crazy that we're talking about consciousness right now because being that you know he he's no longer here in the physical you know spiritually you know he's he's always active I, i still see posts from years ago pop up when I'm able to be like, you know, yeah, yeah, he made a lot of sense in this post or, you know, certain things that I've shared just by just supporting him and the things that he does. Like I share his flyers all the time and things. So sometimes when that remember or on this day last year type of post come up, I'm like, yeah, I'm able to still share little connections, even though he's not here in the in a physical form. You know, um when I when I think about the word consciousness you know, it's it's all knowing or knowing. Um, you're able to identify with what's actually, I would say, not even real, but what's real to you. You know, Definitely. and then and um in consciousness, I look at it as a baby. You know, it's always growing because as you learn more, yeah, your mind expands, right? 
And um, then we have universal consciousness, which is like the infinite confidence from consciousness, right? That that consciousness that has different names like God and Source, and you know, um, it's just a it's just a all knowing consciousness. And I look at it like um, I, I think I said it in one of the other episodes where I describe God as a pizza pie, and you know, we are just slices of that actual pie. You know, and um, I feel like we are all consciousness, right? And our job here is to actually grow and learn more about ourselves and understand who we are. And um, it's like it's like an awakening. We we here to actually awaken. And like I seen a post that said, "We are all God with amnesia," right? So. And when I thought, when I read that post, I'm like, that's exactly what we're trying to become. We are trying to become and remember that we are universal consciousness. That's why a lot of times when people pray and they receive messages and stuff like that, it's these downloads from that universal consciousness, right? That that consciousness in which we which we came from. So um, now tying in tying that into the illusion and the reality. I was reading the definitions earlier today because I knew that that's something that we would touch on, and, <laughs> and basically it it all ties into perception, right? So if you have you know ten people in one room that believes in one one thing, and they share this one idea that this one thing is actually real, it becomes reality or reality, you know. And then the person, the one person out the group, which is we would say is the 11th person that don't believe in that thing, they will look at him as if, oh, well, yo, you're living in an illusion because 10 out of 10 out of these 11 people believe in this one thing is truth, right? So that person that's outcast would be like the person that's in an illusion, right? Right. So, but, but then um, as I break it down, because we always look at, illusion as a negative thing so it's like as you break it down it's like okay but is this person really living in an illusion because they think opposite or you know not the same as these other 10 and i'm like nah not really that doesn't mean that you know he's living in an illusion because his his ideas or, or his perception is different from the rest he might be looking at these people like, yo, you, you 10 people are living in an illusion. This is the real truth. Right. right? Exactly. So it becomes this battle of like, what's real, what's not. And I, and, and I, I just came to the conclusion, like, there's no such thing as illusion. Right? It's because it's, it's, it's only illusion when there's, a, there's not a common ground or people disagree. Right? And, and, and I, like, so now I want to get to this point to where... I'm not even entertaining the concept of an illusion, you know? I don't want to do that anymore. Because like, even when you look, when you think about, um, I would say astrology, there's some people that don't identify with astrology and they like, you, you enter the constellation and you feel that constellation to roll out your life, your life map. And they be like, "Oh, you living in an illusion," and I'll be like, "No, I feel like I feel like you know 
certain signs have con um, have characteristics. You know, I, I like just like you, how you feel like num there's messages and numbers, and who to say that you know they don't have messages? I feel like they have messages. When I post eleven eleven, you can't look at me like, oh, this person is crazy. How how you gonna say that? You know, the spiritual guides are sending him a message saying that he's aligned and they're on the right path. And they look at me like, like I'm a spook or an illusion. Nah, this is my reality. This is this is how I perceive life, and this is what's been helping me along my path. So, who are you to say that I'm living in an illusion because you feel like? There's no such thing as universal consciousness or God is a big person in the sky. I tell people that, yo, I feel like God is the big man in me. And they be looking at me like, um, you know, it's like it's blasphemous or um, I'm going against God. And I'm like, no, I, I'm not. I'm just saying that, you no, know, I don't look up to the sky for the God in which we all relate to. I look within. That's the only difference. I'm not saying I don't believe in a God. I don't want people to think that that means I don't believe. I believe in it, but I'm just going to look within myself to seek that that higher source. And you might feel like you have to look up there in the clouds and you might see like a big bed or something. That's my, that might just be your thing. And I can't say that you're living in an illusion. That's your reality. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get I get baited into that debate often and it's I don't understand why people can't respect other people's opinions, you know. <clears throat> like for me, consciousness is actually just being in the moment, mm -hmm. being aware of who I am, where I am, mm -hmm. what I'm feeling, most importantly. Um I have a friend, his name's Brian. Uh used to host a college radio show went by be no good and i met his dad and his dad looked at me and he said a lot of people don't realize the gift is the present mm -hmm. and if you're not in the present then you're not conscious because mm -hmm. you actually have to be in the moment to experience what's happening mm -hmm. so for me, that's what consciousness is and for you it's a whole nother thing but for me being conscious literally means just to be aware of what's happening right now what do I feel right now? Like right now, I'm at peace. 10 minutes ago, I was not. My Wi-Fi was not working. I was frustrated. And I was like, listen, this is literally going to ruin my night. We've tried to do this show four times. Yeah. Show three has been in progress for a month. We yeah. had show one and two done. Not and it was just like, listen, be conscious of your feelings. So I literally, just 15 minutes ago, sat down and I said, okay, if it's meant to be, it's going to be, I'm going to walk outside on this front porch for two minutes and I'm going to come back inside. And if this Wi-Fi does not work, I'm going to get in bed and go to sleep. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be angry. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be conscious of what I feel in this moment, but I have to understand the circumstances I cannot control. The yeah. wind is going crazy outside right now. The weather's out of my control. So really, what's the point of even being frustrated mm. when I can't control it? And I spoke of that in show two. Mm -hmm. I, I literally said my um, my first therapist told me uh, the only thing we can control is ourselves. And literally, that is what happened in this moment 20 minutes ago. Is I was like, I can't control anything. Mm. I can't tell God to stop making the wind blow or the universe, the energy. I can't control that. 
all I can do is accept it and be conscious of how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I used to have really bad anger issues and I felt it. I was like, I'm getting frustrated. And I, all I can do is control that. So for me, <clears throat> I don't really feel like when it comes to the reality and the illusion thing, I believe in illusions. Mm. I believe that we can create illusions in our head. Yeah. We can see false perceptions of things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're not mentally balanced, spiritually balanced and, you know, actually conscious, yeah. then I do feel that you can create an illusion. Mm. Um, one of the easiest references is an illusion in a relationship. If you're in a relationship and you're putting all of your effort in, but your partner's not, what are you actually creating in your head is an illusion of love. Mm. If they're not loving you back, but you're loving them, where's the balance, you know? Mm. So I really, <clears throat> I look at it from a completely different point of view. Yeah, yeah, like, like that's that's what I mean though. Like what you just explained. Like when we spoke about consciousness, when I was when I was saying like consciousness consciousness is like a baby and it grows, right? You know, like with with the more information that we obtain, the the more we the more consciously we grow and we develop more, right? So like you said, like I'm conscious of of you just mentioned like of my feelings and you know. Um, and being present in the moment, like it's conscious. Like there's some people that, for example, like they may say, I don't look at color, like especially kids, like kids, like they don't know, they don't know um, racism. They say that like they don't know racism, which they really don't because they, 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 they look at they, they look at their little friends in their classroom as like, what about, what about Bob? Um, what, what's the, what's the difference between you and Bob? And they, Bob would be like, they'd be like, um, Bob is one year older than me. And like, oh, what else? And, um, he has like, like a brownish skin. Um, how does that make you feel? I, I think it's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, say so. It's like they just don't. They, 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 their, their idea or their perception of like, you know, what um racism is and um being totally different. It, it doesn't really hit them a certain way because they haven't had the experience to actually get to, you know, see a, a white cop bleed a, beat a black guy up or they haven't really seen, like, you know, they wasn't taught these things and they haven't even experienced these things. So it's like they're not living in an illusion. They actually living in a re in their reality until they start to discover new things and that, and that consciousness expands and grows. And then you know, then it's like, okay, cool. Now I killed the old re the old reality in which I lived in because now I experienced new things. So like when you mentioned that relationship, like in that moment, like you mentioned in the moment that you said, in that moment, that's that's love for them, you know? That's mm -hmm. love for them until they actually speak to somebody or maybe see another relationship in which they're like, wow, I, I'm lacking that in mine. And I would like to know what that feels like. So then at that moment, they kill that old idea of what they felt love was. And then they, they try to dwell in that new concept of love in which they seen, right? And then then that's when that's when the illusion actually happens. So I can honestly agree with you when you say, you know, illusions can be created. Because in that moment, they created this, they, this illusion because now they have this new information, right? 
right? And then now they said that old way I was loving, that was actually not great. And, and, and I don't want that kind of love anymore. You know, I don't want that. And then that's, that's when the illusion is created. But then I say, is it really illusion or what are you just eliminating an old reality that you once perceived? Like, you know what I'm saying? You're eliminating that. Like for, um, what, 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 what's the um, one thing about relationships? Like I said, like, oh, perfect example, right? A person is in a relationship with somebody. Um, the guy is verbally speaking to them a certain way. And it's actually turning that that woman on, like that female on. Like she actually likes the thrill of take that off, and it turns her on, right? Because she she has this. She may have seen, you know, um, a, a man talk like that to her mom, and then her mom actually liked it. There, and then she thought it was cool, and she thought that the masculine man is is sexy when they tell me and they put me in my place, right? And That's the trauma bond. I just spoke it's, about that on Facebook this yeah. afternoon. That's yeah. trauma bond. Yeah, you know, but it's, it's some females that look at that, but then it's people that's outside of that relationship looking at it and they and they say like trauma bonds, or they might be saying like, that's not how you a man should treat a, a, a woman, like you know, and um, but to them it's like to the girl that's in a relationship, she's looking at them like, this is what love is. He loved me because he cares about what I wear, and nah, nah, nah. and we like we like, nah, that's control. <laughs> like yeah, and then once they start to actually, you know, as time go by and then, you know, they develop this new, you know, sense of what love is and consciousness expands, then they start to eliminate that old idea. And then that's when the, like, so I agree with you when you said illusions can be created. It's, I, mm -hmm. I do agree with that. But then they create this, this thing in their mind where they like, that's the love that I want. This is what, this is what I feel a relationship is what I was in that really isn't love. And then that's when it's like, you know what, y'all, that's when they discover I was in an illusion. Yep, the illusion that you were in love. And then once you finally get that outside perspective and become conscious, you get a new reality. Yeah, and you yeah. realize that that was not love. That was literally an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. And you were being controlled and dominated because of a trauma bond. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm trying to stay away from uh, my personal life, but honestly, that's the story that's going to get people to realize yeah. how these things work. So I was in a long-term relationship, and it was a trauma-bond relationship on both sides. Mm. Me and my ex-partner had very similar upbringings. We had mm. others who were very addicted to drugs, mm. um, Mine passed away from an overdose. Uh, hers not. Her mom's still alive. But she unfortunately, how do I say it? No matter what I did, it was always a problem because she just couldn't get past what her mom did. Mm -hmm. it, I was always compared to her mother. And it was weird for me. Like, I'm how? And then I went and I met her mom. And I saw a small reflection of my behaviors because when I'm um, offended, I'll shut off. I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to say things that are offensive, but her mom would use that as a control tactic. Mm. Oh, you don't want to give me my way. 
I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to give you love. And see, that wasn't what I was doing. I was trying to protect you from me possibly saying something hurtful. Mm. For for her, she was trapped into the illusion that I was literally giving her the same behavior her mom got, gave her because of the trauma bond. Like you were saying, you know, women might see their, their mom treated a certain way growing up, so they accept that. And she didn't want to accept that from me but she wanted to blame me for something I wasn't doing. And it was a weird reality for us all the time because on one side of the coin, I really was just trying to help us not fight and argue. Mm. But the more I pulled back, the more she was like, no, I want this argument. You're going to talk to me now. And I'm just like, hold on, let's level this out. Let's communicate and let's work through these things. And when you have a severe trauma bond, it's hard to see reality you are literally trapped into the illusion of whatever it was. Like for me, I saw a lot of violence growing up in my household. My mom and her lover of seven years fought constantly. So as a teenager, as soon as somebody reacted to me negatively, I got angry. I was like, oh, you want to fight? <laughs> that was my response. Like, you want to fight? Let's work it out. We can work it out right now. Let's go outside and we'll fix it. Because that's yeah. what I was taught. And then when I got older, more people would reach out to me and they're like, no, nah, Chris, you know, you can use your words. And I'm like, I don't have any. <laughs> like, what, what do you say once you're disrespected? And because I had learned that if you're disrespected, you could solve it with violence. That was a. It took me a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you, you, you um, opened my eyes to something. There was something that you said earlier where you was like, you know, um. I feel like, you know, consciousness is being in the present, right? And and being in the present is actually the real reality, right? And and now I definitely have a better understanding of that just by what you just explained to me, like how the illusions was created. The illusions was basically created in that particular relationship because your love at the time was too invested in past traumas with the mom. So if you if your mind is too focused on the past, you're not in the present, right? Hence, illusion being created, right? So or, or trying to fix the future and saying now with this relationship, whenever Chrissy shuts off. I'm gonna connect that with something that happened in the past, and I'm a, and I'm gonna nip it in the bud. Then you know what I'm saying, and I'm gonna say you need to talk to me now. You know, so trying to control the future in somewhat by doing by feeling like, you know, if she if Chrissy shuts down, I'm going to force her to speak to me, and we're gonna argue, and that's how we're gonna fix things. You know, so now you now you're comparing a, a future action with a a, a past you know, action, and you're not meeting here in the present. In the present time, like you said, you said it with the Wi-Fi. What am I feeling? Like, just asking yourself the big questions, right? And that's the real reality. Like, that. Like for me, like, now you have me looking at things a little bit different, which I love because we have these conversations, and now we, we peel in the layers of the onion now, right? So it's like saying, like, you know, the best way to see reality and really understand what reality is is by focusing on the present time and if you think about time the present is all we really have 
because the, the, the past is behind us. We no longer live there. And the future have not yet came, come, right? Or came, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then when you wake up the next day, it's still a present. So the future really is this like a a, a, a cool word of a cool word that's just been created. It's just an idea we're chasing. Literally. Yeah, because every day is like right now we in a present. And then when we go to bed and we rise again, and then it's like that's not the future. You're in the present. <laughs> Yep, and that's why I said that that quote that man said to me has always stuck with me. He said the gift is in the present, and it was Christmas time. So the analogy we literally had just walked away from being by a Christmas tree, and he just literally we were talking so much about the, like the same subject matter, and he said until people realize the gift is in the present, he was like people will never take the time to enjoy that moment, and that's it. Just cha- it shifted everything for me. I was like. Am I ever in the present moment or am I too focused on the past and the future? Am I ever really right here, right now where I'm at? And I analyzed that for months and I realized, no, most of the time I was not living in the present moment. I was either so focused on what was coming next or what had already transpired that I wasn't actually taking the time to enjoy right now. Mm. And, And then that... I think it's a a Buddhist proverb and it says something about if you're experiencing anxiety, you're focusing on the past. If you're experiencing depression, you're focusing on the, or it's the other way around. If you're uh, experiencing depression, you're, you're focusing on the past. Mm -hmm. If you're experiencing anxiety, you're focusing on the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So for people who don't understand that analogy, depression means you're dwelling on the past, things that already happened. Anxiety, you're anxious. You're worried about what's coming. So you are no longer conscious. You're not living in the moment. You are surrounded by illusions because you're not actually here. You're there or there. Mm. So you have to find a way to come here. And that that is something that I found literally through Buddhism. I found my my consciousness by literally Buddhism, reading a Buddhist proverbs and meditating is how I really got to become conscious. It brings you into the moment when you sit down and you meditate, you're, you can have other thoughts that come in your mind, but the goal is to let those thoughts pass and get back to the moment, Mm. focus on what you're actually feeling and that's the biggest thing to me about the consciousness is literally what are you feeling right now? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, or I know to believe that meditation is, it's shit. It shouldn't be looked at like a, um, a job or a task. Cause even when you're doing that future, like you, you have a, a goal, like, you know what I'm saying? And, and even a meditation is actually is a goal. Like you said, the goal is to like, you know, find balance and, you know, live in a moment, but not to even look at it as a goal. Just look at it as, you know, let, 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 let me clear my mind of, you know, anything that may be clouding my aura or, you know, anything that may feel attached to, um, that feeling of being anxious or overwhelmed or that feeling like connecting meditation to those feelings. Like if I'm anxious, if I'm too anxious, 
let me find my balance and my common ground. Let me find let me find the present. And that's when you meditate. I, I feel like that tool is there for that same reason that what you what you just explained. Like you just use that proverb and you said, no, if you if you you know, if you're depressed, you're focusing on the past. If you're anxious, you're too invested in the future. So now knowing those emotions or being conscious of knowing that, okay, cool, I'm anxious or I'm depressed. Now let me use this form of meditation in, in many different forms. Um, let me use a form of meditation to find peace and find um, that common ground and that balance and, and get back to reality. So um, anybody that's, you know, got this far into the show and, you know, um, hearing what we are saying right now, you know, I want you to just drop in the comment, you know, what's your favorite form of meditation? You know, um, yes, let us know. Let us know that, you know, and share with people. This is a this is a, a form or a community and we're helping each other. So, you know, me, I, I, I love using certain instruments like a Tibetan bowl. I love it. I love the sound. I love showering. Um, a lot of people don't know, you know, being in a shower and, and I'm not talking about just playing music. Because some people take a shower, they have their music or whatever the case. I like to take my showers and the only thing I may hear is just the water, you know, hitting the bottom of the, of the tub and I may light a candle, you know, and put certain um, elements within the shower, like, you know, for visual, that's my candle with the fire. Also, the candle has a scent, so the smell, you know, the sound, just the water. So just try to connect certain, you know, elements in which I could tap into my senses, my five senses, and using those elements in order to just clear out everything else you know clear out the the thought of you know rent coming up and you know or when i'm gonna receive my next check or my next meal all those different things just kind of like wiping those those things out and then focusing on the present moment and when i do that it feels good because i'm able to like absorb like other things that i'm grateful for and adapt this attitude of gratitude like most of the time, we, we like you said, we're not even conscious of just saying like, you know, wow, I got a roof over my head, and you know, I got, I, I have a nice bed to sleep in, or you know, I'm in good health today. Like today, I, I felt energetic. Like we don't; those are the things that we just are not paying attention to because we're worried about paying the rent for that roof over our head. Yeah, so you know what I'm we're not appreciative of of having the roof. We're worried about keeping the roof. Keep the roof, you know what I'm saying? And, and which, which I understand, you know, because it's like, but that that going back to um, consciousness, you know what I'm saying? Is and having that knowing, also having that knowing is about also believing and having faith that the best is yet to come, you know. So and, and once you put that in your mind, like, okay, cool, rent maybe due in a couple of weeks, but. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm conscious and I, I am confident in the fact that I'm going to be able to pay that regardless of what my circumstances is at the moment financially. Like, I'm going to be able to do that at in, in time. Or it may be late a week, but I'm going to make sure that happens. So it's it's that created reality. Like I said earlier, when I was like two... Uh, uh, even when it comes to um, illusions, shared illusion could be reality. Like the things we're going through right now. You see people out there, you see 75% people, maybe 80% people, they got their mask on. 
The other 20%, I'm not wearing no mask. I feel like it's a hoax or whatever the thing they, they created. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, even, even if, quote unquote, numbers is spiking up when it comes to COVID, right? Like, some people looking at that like, but that's media. Where's the real document? Like, they really have the mind and they really thinking deep into the whole situation while others, you know, they, they dwelling in fear. And when you dwell in fear, that's also, you know, thinking about too much into the future because you like, I don't know what's to come. But if you got, if you, if you're living in a moment, like I, 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 I have a bittersweet um, feeling towards people that don't wear their masks. Like, it's like, I'm cheering them on, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I don't know. Because it's like, they living in their moment right now. They saying, if the worst is yet to come, I'm appreciating right now. And you're not going to be covering my mouth and forcing me. That's how they think. And then I also got this thing where I'm like, you know what? But people are actually dying. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like how, 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 can I, how do I really feel about these people? that don't want to follow certain procedures and, you know, the city city guidelines when it comes to, you know, tackling COVID. I don't know how to feel about these people. So I want to ask you, like, like, how do you feel about these people just wrapping up the idea of illusions, reality, and living in the moment? Say, I'm going to um, not only tie it in with this, but I'm going to tie it into the last show with the duality. So this is a real dual situation for me. When this first started, I didn't really believe it. I'm not even going to lie. I was very like, um, I don't know about this. I don't know any, still to this day, I I don't know anybody who's had it personally. Mm. And I rejected the mask up until about May, mm. but I didn't go anywhere. I was at home. I wasn't out in the streets. I wasn't causing trouble. I was at home working on projects so I didn't have time but I started hearing about more and more people through the news getting sick and this is where for me it became a conscious decision I said well what's what's the chances that I could contract it not get personally affected by it but give it to somebody else Mm -hmm. and when I thought about my choices affecting somebody else's life that's mm. why I, I blew that illusion out of the water. Mm. I was like, you know, that's selfish. So I had to become conscious of those around me, not just mm. myself. Mm. So that's that's very key in moments like that. Wow. It, I personally think I had it in February. I worked in a nightclub as security. I had drunk people hugging me constantly just because of my personality. I had people coughing on me. I had white girls kissing on me, white girl wasted. And I'm just like, uh-huh. I don't even know y'all. And then a couple days later, COVID. I was at home sick for two weeks. I couldn't get up, couldn't do much. I have uh, asthmatic bronchitis. My lungs were shut down. At that point, I hadn't really been paying much attention to the news. I didn't realize I was literally exhibiting every symptom of COVID. I just was like, I'm going to drink some tea, eat healthy, and I'll be fine. So I went back to work. And then COVID's all over the news. And there's people who are coming into the restaurant and they're acting funny and they're being weird. And I'm like, 
if if you're worried about this consciously, why are you out here? Why are you subjecting yourself to this and complaining that somebody else doesn't have a mask on when you could be at home? So there's a duality. You you make those choices and you consciously make those choices. And that's how I think about it. So <clears throat> for COVID, I personally, I have a different take on what COVID is. Right. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, it's going to be on the record forever now, but I personally think COVID was man-made and released on purpose. I think it was an agenda. Yeah, you've watched how this campaign for the politics has rolled out. COVID has been a nonstop news cycle next to the presidency, and it has dictated the way that people were allowed to vote, allowed to express their opinions. Mm. And that, for me, was an illusion. Yeah, I, I don't feel that this was a reality situation. I feel that this was manufactured. Me too. And then it became our reality. Yeah, it, it became our reality. It was it was like forced on us. Mm. See that which we said it became our, our reality. It, it it's crazy, like just by having these conversations, how now it's like and it's all it's all mental, you know, it's like all mental. How things could just, you know, be forced upon you and become like the new norm or the new reality. You know, I, I when I when I go outside and um I'm one of those people that I don't wear my mask unless I'm in like large crowds or I'm riding the subway or you know, I go into a restaurant or a store, then like so for the most part I keep my mask in my pocket. Right? Same here. Same here. You know? And then when I go into a restaurant or I go into a place, because it's like you said, it's all about being, not only being conscious of oneself, but being conscious of others, because we do live amongst others in the world, right? And a lot of people got this idea, the selfish idea, like, um, but I'm only holding, I'm only being accountable for myself, holding myself accountable, and and that's it. And I'm only, I'm only need to answer to myself, which in which in a sense. I, I understand that. But when you out there in the world, you know, your decisions can affect others. You know, and, and your choice your choices can also affect somebody else, you know, in crazy and difficult ways and you know, enormous ways in that you, you may not even be able to imagine. Like like you saying, being able like a person maybe may have COVID, and the reason why I put a quote over that because, like you said, we, we don't really know what's what when it comes to we we still are not a hundred percent, you know, knowing actually what's going on and what this thing is. We we only know what media tells us, right? So, and and when we do certain research, we see certain things, but then the world shows you different, you know. So it's like wow, like. And that's part of being conscious. You have to do your own research. And when you do that, you find a lot of what you're getting is, yeah. oh, excuse my language. Yeah. Like, I, I like even even um, just knowing how certain viruses and stuff has a patent. Like, I, I, I didn't know about yeah. that. So this whole situation happened and I started actually going on, you know, certain government websites and then searching HIV and seeing that there's a patent for it, and you like, well, wow, like, 
you know so when, when like in we are creatives you and i so we create content we create music we, it's, it's certain things that you know we into and and i've patented many things and copyright many things and we, we do that to protect an idea and also to create revenue for the idea that that we own right you know what I'm saying? So if I, if I copyright a song, you know, like this is letting the public know that this is something that I own, it's mine, and and that I can make money off it. And if somebody else tries to make money off this thing, then I could take it to, you know, into legal action and actually sue. Right? So and if you got a if you got a patent for a, a, a disease, and not and that, this is not only for the actual cure or the whatever you come up with. To support that disease, to quote unquote help people, you're patenting the disease. Exactly. So now you're saying this disease is something that I, I got own and control over. Therefore, I can make profit over this when I, I can manufacture va vaccines, you know, um, a cocktail of pills, wherever that comes from, this idea that in which I own, I make the money off it and I can sell it to another person and then they could make money or whatever the case right so licensing licensing right and stuff like that so i'm over here like wow and then even when i seen like the for um the word coronavirus you know there's there has been many coronaviruses right so it's like a, a remarketing of sars you know yes. like sars is patent you know so it's like now i could just put two I, I, I got the I got the ability to make two because if I got a song called you know we can't stop I could make the remix to that I own the, the master to the record I could put out as many remixes of that I want you know what I'm saying because I own the song I own the rights to it and I own the master so if I own coronavirus I could put out a see a, a SARS two like how you mentioned before um creating something in the lab and it putting it out there and testing it to the to the public. And then now I'm able to create a um, vaccine behind it and make more money, you know? You know, before we lose our listeners, when coronavirus first came out, think about the lab in Wuhan where they said it was leaked. Just, if you, if you didn't do your research, you need to go back and do it. We're not just pulling something out of thin air and yeah. coming up with some conspiracy theories. Yeah. These are literally based off of news articles that were released through like CNN, MSNBC, saying that this was leaked out of a lab. So, you know, if people try to say it came from eating a bat. They've been eating bats for millions of years. There's never been a pandemic. You know, I, I don't... I don't want you guys to really think like we're trying to take the show into a different yeah. direction, but we want you to be conscious of what the media is actually feeding you. Right. When you're listening, see, I closed hip hop digital for four years and I, I made it known that when I came back, I was going to be the conscious media. That was the thing. Conscious media movement, responsible media movement. Mm. I have watched news outlet after news outlet feed lie after lie and you can go on another outlet and find something completely different opposite of the story that was just ran on one and they'll feed you whatever to control your mind mm -hmm. and that's the illusion mm -hmm. so with covid i i don't feel that it's fake i just feel that it's 
manufactured. Yeah, like 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 back to that quote where I said, you know, shared delusion becomes what a reality. Exactly. I'm saying that if, if ten people share this one-on-one quote-unquote illusion, it becomes a reality. You know, and, and then it becomes a, a a game of telephone. I don't know if you ever played that where, you know, there's the beginner, there's a big line. Yeah, uh, you say uh, one thing, and by the time it gets to me, it's a complete opposite. opposite. You know, so and that's what it becomes, you know, and that's why I'm always on the fence when it comes to this whole thing. But but in the same sense, it's like I'm conscious of it. At this, I mean, I'm conscious of, you know, what's going on. I'm conscious on what's go- conscious of what's going on in the moment, and I'm also conscious of like you know, what 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 the possibilities can be you know that's that's the reason why i say you know what i understand the synergy between human beings and trees you know what i'm saying we 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 take in oxygen we breathe out carbon the carbon is good for the trees that's what they need and we need the oxygen in which they give so i'm conscious of that so me being like this all day it's not really doing anything for the natural order of life. And this is like, like we said, natural order. So I, I try to like, I'm not even, don't try, but like what I, what I like to do is just be conscious of, you know, what's natural, right? We know, we know what the sun does naturally. It, it rises and it sets naturally. It gives off certain vitamins. One of the major minerals is vitamin D. You know, we know what vitamin does as far as in the body and how it breaks down, you know what I'm saying? We know, we know these are the things that we are conscious of and we know. So for me, it's like, I don't want to get out of sync or, you know, and, and, and I try to be aligned with natural order of things. So that's why I, when I do have a mask, I, I only wear it when I'm around people. Cause I, 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 I have to be conscious that people, if there's people out there that's in frantic and they in fear, and I have to be mindful that I can't just being a person I am. I can't say I don't care about how people feel and what they think because I actually do. I care about them. So when I go into establishments, I'm going to respect one space. I'm going to do that, and therefore I'm going to put a mask on. You know, um, when I'm out in nature, if I decide to go to St. Mary's Park, which is a beautiful park in my neighborhood that has trees and a lot of grass and you know areas and where you could actually put a blanket down and lay down and absorb nature and then you see a squirrel and everything when i'm in that setting i'm i'm gonna I'm a be in the moment like we said before and i'm gonna enjoy that moment of being in nature and i'm not gonna have a mask on you know and and i think that's the beautiful thing of actually knowing you know what i'm saying how to be in the moment Exactly, and not, and not think too far ahead into the future, and you know, and or, or or like you know, what I'm saying, dwelling, dwelling certain emotions in which makes me feel like I'm, you know, focusing too much on the future or the past. When I, like like I said, fear. A lot of times, that they they say what they call it. They said false evidence appearing as real. That's how they, that's the acronym they break it down to, right? False evidence appearing as real sounds like an illusion to me so why i'm gonna dwell in this emotion you know and that's how I, that's how I, I i look at things but then also it's like a, 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 a 
double-edged sword and another point to that. Because fear has saved a lot of people's lives. Right? But it like they may they may go in the area and they may see like people that may look dangerous and then they leave that area. And the next thing you know, they turn on the news and something happened in that area. And like, wow. It's all about listening to that gut instinct as well. But that's but then it, it comes back forth. That's actually yeah, your audio is starting to cut out real bad. Oh. oh it's no, just no, starting no. to get that click click. Sorry, y'all. At least you know we're in real time. You know, real people. Like he said in uh, the first show, we're literally healing it, or the second show, we're healing in real time. So we're recording in real time. And uh, you guys are going to have to work with our imperfections. We don't have a big bag. We're just making it work. <laughs> yeah, give me a second. Uh, that sounds much better. How you hear me now? Yep, there we go. That's perfect. All right. Good. Or I have a little feedback on mine. You have feedback on your end now? Yeah. No, but it's actually me, though. I'm hearing me double. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't hear. I, it's, it sounds good now on my side, so I'm not sure what's up. I sound good on your end, though? Yeah. Right, that's good, because I, I can deal with it. Okay. I want to make sure it sounds good on your end. Yeah, as long as it's good for the people, we're good to roll. Cause you know, I got I hear myself in my own headphones right now. It's driving me nuts. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I one of the episodes I had my um, party. I'm talking about that for the next. Yeah, that that yeah that was that was the key. We used those. I think the first two shows you did that. Yeah, I, did that. I know you wanted to also touch on law of attraction. I took notes on what you said you wanted to do because I can't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. We, I think that's good for us to close out because we're talking about, you know, consciousness and you know, illusion and um, all those other you know things we talked about earlier. Now I feel like law of attraction is is, is real dope because it, it has it has to do with you know making a decision and being conscious. Of who you are and the energy that you expel, you know what I'm saying? And um, I, I feel like, in my opinion, you you attract the energy in which you express. Like, and you get and, and you get more of that tenfold. And the reason why I wanted to talk about that because I know there's a lot of people out there that they 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 want to be positive beings, right? And but they still dwell in this emotion of being like sad or angry or depressed. And they like, I'm so depressed right now. But this is how they started off. I'm so depressed right now. I don't know if nothing positive ever happened to me. Right? Am I sounding okay? Cool still? Nah, you're starting to get that click again like we had at the end of the episode. This is what I'm going to try to do. Give me 30 seconds. I'm going to go grab the, um, the AirPods. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to talk to the camera. Yeah, talk to the camera real quick. I'll be back, guys. All right, guys. So I'm just going to hold it down for us for a moment. So when it comes to the law of attraction, for me, it's energy. What you put out is what you get back. If you're putting out negativity, and I'm pretty sure that's where truth was going with the depression thing. If you're putting out negativity, that's literally what you're going to attract. Let's take it back to like our sixth, seventh grade science classes. You got positive versus negative. What's going to happen? You got negative and a positive. Come on, what's going to happen? 
You literally have to have two positives. You have to put out positive energy in order to attract positivity into your life. How I stand right now? <clears throat> You're good. Sure? Yep. All right. All right. So um, I had a friend that actually said that to me. I'm, I'm going to repeat that again. Like, I'm so depressed and nothing ever good happens to me. So I think I said this in one of the episodes where um, I stated that the universe doesn't speak English, speaks, you know, vibration and emotion, right? So I could say one thing, but if I don't feel it, the, the, the feeling and the emotion doesn't align, then the universe is not going to take the words. They're going to take the feeling behind what I said. So I said, well, you keep telling yourself that you're depressed and nothing ever good happens to you and you're dwelling in that emotion and that feeling how do you believe or how do you think the universe is going to respond to that they're going to give you more of that feeling that you're putting out there right so um that's the law of attraction for me if you want to feel good if you want to be positive it's that reaping and sowing idea or you get what you put out, right? And and that's just like the short answer for me of when it comes to like the law of attracting. You attract what you feel. You attract what you not only what you feel, what you're thinking, your thoughts. I know in the Bible they said um, the um, the thought is just as bad as the sin, and it's like I had to dwell on that. Like, like what does that actually mean? Like, if but you manifest what you're actually thinking or what your mind is set on the most is what you're going to get the increase of. You know? And what's your take on that, on Law of Attraction? Uh, while you stepped away for a moment, I kind of touched on it. I said, uh, let's take it back to our sixth, seventh grade science classes and think about positives and negatives. Mm. So if your energy is a negative, what do you think you're going to attract? You can't attract happiness if you're not happy. So I'm going to break it down and get real personal. Um, last year or 20, yeah, uh, top of 2019, I was diagnosed with, uh, in one, the first damn session. She's still my therapist, so I love her, y'all. She's going to look at me and say, well, you got PTSD, anxiety, and depression. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> so I could either went home and dwelt on that. And just attracted more of that to myself, more anxiety, more depression, more sadness. But I was like, how do I fix this? I already was aware of the law of attraction, but then I became conscious of controlling it. And that's how we tie that in all together. Because literally, if you're not conscious of what you feel, you're literally going to keep attracting more of what you're sitting in. Mm. And that, that for me is really important. Like, back to earlier when I was getting frustrated, being conscious of that frustration allowed me to attract positivity. My internet was not working. When I stepped on that front porch for two minutes, I basically spoke to God and said, hey, if this show is meant to happen tonight, when I walk back in the door, my internet's going to be on. I walked over to my Wi-Fi. It's 11-11. Three shows in a row. 11-11. I walked over to that Wi-Fi box and that light lit up and I messaged you like, I'm hopping on now. 
But if, I'm sure if I would have maintained the energy of, oh, I'm just going to go to bed, whatever, we wouldn't be recording this show right now. Because I didn't put out the positive energy to guarantee that this show was going to be done tonight. It's, it's literally, we attract what we want. I used to attract so much negativity because I was so negative. I grew up around people who thrived in drama and chaos. That was my whole childhood. Everybody wanted violence, chaos, and drama. You're clicking over there. I don't know what's up. Yeah, I just I only know what you because your mic's bouncing and you're not talking, so <laughs> but yeah. um, I wonder what it is. Though. It must be the energy frequencies, it's mm-hmm. all good. You know, we got that a uh, new moon energy tonight, which, um, if, if a lot of people don't understand, like you mentioned earlier about the astrology and whatnot, those things really do take effect. I know. For people who are highly religious and have a strong faith in God, it contradicts everything that you've been taught. But if you can break outside of that construct of the the Bible, the Bible literally ties right into the universe. Yeah. It's, I mean, every religion is breaks down into the same thing. Love, love. You're supposed to lead with love. So... And, and that goes back to consciousness. If you're leading with hate, you're attracting hate. If you're leading with love, you're attracting love. So I totally agree with that, 100%. 200%. I, I, I think that ties up everything with the show, too. I, I, think, I think we got a lot of juicy things in this, in this, in this show. Also, um, for the people out there that want to attract an abundance of money, same, same rules apply. If you say I'm broke, I'm broke, I ain't got nothing. You you you're gonna get more of that, and you're gonna always wonder why the account look a certain way, and why I was describing financially because, like I used to have a I used to have a negative outlook on faking it until you make it. I'm like he's phony, but that same person that faked it, they actually made it. Because you're attracting. Yeah, you have to be aligned with your purpose and align with where you see yourself and how you see yourself. And then next thing you know, I, I, I don't seen people fake like, or, or fake or act as though they already had record deals. Like they was like, they act like it was the biggest thing already. And the next thing you know, they signed to the next big deal label. But and the that's person that's- my artist right now, we're hyping him up, building him up. And I'm telling you, in another year, he's going to have a deal. I told him last week, I said, bro, I can feel it. Next year, you're going to be on somebody's tour. And he looked at me like, what? And I'm like, I'm telling you, get it in your mind. Next year, you're going to be on somebody's tour. And and that's where we're leaving it at. We're not changing the narrative. I don't care what COVID's doing next year. We're going on tour. I don't care if it's a digital tour and we're on everybody's online. We gonna be yeah. on somebody's tour. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. But Christy, man, it's always a pleasure chopping up with you. I had an amazing, amazing time. Dope conversation. Absolutely. I can't wait for this episode to drop so I can watch it because I always like to watch the episodes repeatedly and then take out new things because, again, we're doing this for the people, but this is also helping us at the same time. We healing in real time, y'all. I was watching a show too today and it was like when you're in it you're not absorbing what you're learning because you're in it so when I sat down and I'm sitting here this morning and I'm looking at show two 
I'm like, damn, we did have a good conversation. Like the conversation seemed like it went by so fast. But when you went back and look at it, I'm like, oh, we really touched on some stuff. But yeah, we are going to wrap this one up, y'all. Again, go and hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell so you can get the notifications. We have www.hoodtohealer.com. Uh, the site really hasn't been updated much, but give us a little time. We're going to bring you all some content. Uh, Truth, he actually has some new music coming out. We got to plug that. If y'all don't know, he's a fire artist. Go look up Young Truth on Spotify. Also, uh, shameless plug, shout out FaZe Jackson. Look him up on Spotify as well. That's my artist. So go get y'all some good, wholesome music. We're not pushing no garbage to you. We can't. Yeah. got to be uh-huh. conscious of what we feed everybody. So make sure mm-hmm. y'all check that out. And uh, give them your website. So if they need some sea moss, some elderberries, let them know where to go get some good stuff. Yeah, to keep that soul nice and vibrant and being in one in body, mind, and soul. Make sure you go to universe.net. And that universe spelled U-N-A-V-E-R-S-E. Net. And, you know, you can browse through. We have a lot of different products there to help you to optimal health and make you feel good inside and out. All right. All right. And we'll see you all next week for show number four. Be good, be blessed and stay positive. All right. Let me hit this off real quick. Stop recording.